0: More of the Josh Scanlon podcast?
1: Please. Please.
0: Here you go. The Josh Scanlon podcast starts right now. Welcome to episode 26 of the Josh Scanlon Podcast, my friends. It is Wednesday, May 2nd, 2018, and I got a great, great show for you. We're interviewing Dustin Tibbets from Jazz Wealth. Dustin Tibbets from Jazz Wealth. And Dustin, I tell you, the guy, he just uh, he's just a great financial planner. Um, he's actually a big influence on me and inspiration to me. And the reason for that is because when I was doing my first book, uh, strategic money planning eight ways eight easy ways to get your financial house in order I wanted to see what other advisors were saying about borrowing from your 401k because my i i <laughs> a lot of people a lot of professional advisors just they shun this idea like a vampire looking at a cross it is like kryptonite to them it's it boggles mine actually. So I went on YouTube and I said, how many advisors are actually saying it's okay to borrow from your 401k? And I typed in borrow from your 401k. And basically the only guy that I could come up with that said it's okay to borrow from your 401k was Dustin. I said, I just emailed him. I well, email. I put a comment on his YouTube channel. I said, thanks, man. I can't believe how many people don't realize the benefit that there is in actually borrowing from your 401k. Now, I don't want you to borrow from the 401k to go gamble or to, you know, go smoke cigarettes or anything like that. I want you to do it to pay off debt primarily. Um, and but I, and in my book, I actually model that with spreadsheets. Yes, I use spreadsheets to <laughs> some people hate spreadsheets some people live by them at the end of the day though the mass says very explicitly that if you borrow from your 401k to pay off debt you will most likely and it depends on your interest and whatnot but most likely be better off financially that, you just can't debate that but yet financial planners and mass and mass say you shouldn't do that and i just don't get that actually and i think it's ignorance frankly on uh on how they they don't understand how it works so anyway So I I started following Dustin on his uh, YouTube channel, and I just love what he's doing for the business, for his uh, client base, for the average consumer. He's just reaching a a target market that a lot of people don't, which is just, I don't wanna say folks starting out, but maybe folks that don't feel like they can afford a financial advisor. And I think that's a black market on industry actually. Um, And that's one of the reasons why I joined XY Planning Network because they also recognize that is that we're leaving a lot of clients on the table by only focusing on people who've got over a million dollars in assets, which is very, very few people in the overall scheme of things. And yet, some people have the cash flow; they just don't have the asset base where they can afford to pay for financial planning, almost like a gym membership. They just don't have the asset base, and so the financial planning uh, mechanism or industry as a whole has completely written these people off, which is which isn't good. So Dustin started doing YouTube videos, one after another after another, and I frankly, I. I said, I'm, I'm doing just like that guy's doing because I love it. I, it's fun. It's informative. Um, I have a little bit of a different niche. I, I like to tax stuff, um, maybe a little bit more so uh, for a little bit older folk, you know, not again, not 95 years old, but you know, not Mr. Burns, some of the Simpsons, but a little bit maybe of an older clientele, um, whereas dust is definitely going over the young, you know, the youngsters. Um, and, and I don't have any specific what that means. I just know at the end of the day, I like the tax planning side of it, and if you have the assets or or if you're just starting out, you probably don't have any tax planning. If you're just doing 1040EZ, there's not much tax planning to do. Um, so I like the tax planning side. Dustin likes it, you know, and he uses that in, uh, in our conversation today. Uh, when he was just starting out, there's no one there he could turn to. So I, I thought that's pretty interesting. So I think you'll get a lot out of this. Uh, Jazzwell.com. I'm not actually sure how Dustin charges. I didn't get into that. It's on his website in terms of the fees he charges. Um, and it's reasonable. I mean, for, I think for he'll start you off with zero to $25,000. like 1.5% of or, or your assets. I, Frank, I, don't quote me on that. You can look at com his website. Uh, what, what I liked about our conversation, though, is <laughs> Dustin, he says uh, he's getting a little bit of a... Uh, like people when they call Jazz Wealth and and Dustin answers like, oh, I wasn't expecting you because he's got, you know, I mean, thousands upon thousands of subscribers on his YouTube channel. I hate to say celebrity, he didn't say that, but in some way he's like like a celebrity. So people are shocked when Dustin picks up the phone and he talks to him. Now, Dustin does have a team. He's built his firm up to, I think he said six employees. So it's not just Dustin all the time, but uh, that kind of cracked me up. Secondly, what I love about it too, is that he said he met somebody who was in his you know, typical advisory suit, suit and tie, suit and tie kind of guy, and Dustin showed up in his flip-flops and his uh, jazz wealth, not, not tank top, a t shirt and uh, it, that's okay. You know, be who you are, be authentic, it's fine. Yeah, people just want to know that you are authentic and you're going to take care of them more so than you're wearing some, you know, three-piece suit or whatever. And I like that quite a bit too. I think that's a good way for our advisory business as an industry to to pursue change, which is going after a little bit different clientele to help them with their financial planning for Because as I say in my book, financial stress causes many, 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 many divorces. If we can do our little part to eliminate some of that financial stress and keep families together, we are going to change the world. There's no other way around that. And the one way to do that is not to come across like we're all hoity-toity and high and mighty, just be average folk. You don't need to know everything, but I do know, and Dustin does know, more than the average Joe for this business. So it's okay for the average Joe to ask Dustin, hey, what should I do? Now, if you want to clean up my septic tank, I don't know anything about that. So I'll ask you and I'll pay you a fee for that for sure. But when it comes to financial planning, regardless of the the attire that you have, you might have a, a set of knowledge that other people don't and other people need. And other people would be more inclined to ask you if you look the part that makes them comfortable. And that was what Dustin's uh, number one thing is. He goes, I want two people to be comfortable who talk to me. They don't feel intimidated. And I thought that was pretty good. Uh, We start talking about the Dude Perfect show. If you have kids, boys uh, in particular, I don't know if girls watch it, but boys, um, there's a show called Dude Perfect. That's just fun, it's outrageous, it's funny. Just some guys being silly, um, doing all kinds of different things, playful things and uh, we got to talk and dustin uh said he's gonna start a warehouse with a zip line in there just to have financial planning not be as you know just high and mighty but just more down to earth and relaxed and then i said hey man you ever heard of the dude perfect show he goes oh man that's exactly what i'm modeling my my enterprise on as we build that in terms of warho- warehouse model And i thought that was pretty cool so hope you enjoy this episode guys a uh, great guy dustin and uh and again uh, you know <laughs> Look him up online. Watch his YouTube channels. Uh, don't forget to watch my YouTube channel as well. You just go to YouTube, uh, Heritage Wealth Planning. You got to type that into the YouTube channel. Uh, Dustin has his own uh, URL on YouTube because they changed their uh, the way they do this, I guess, about a year or so ago. And right now, I'm too small to have my own customized URL. So for Dustin, you go to YouTube.com and Jazz Wealth is the uh, YouTube channel for him. And then uh, don't forget to subscribe to Josh Scanlon Podcast, Heritage Wealth Planning, the blog, and uh, any hey, comments, questions, concerns. I'm all, I'd am all love to hear them. So uh, enjoy the episode, and we'll see you next time with the Josh Scanlon Podcast. Thanks, guys.
1: No problem. Yeah, I, uh, my, actually where it all kind of started for me was uh, my dad was a futures trader way back before you uh, used to point and click. He was the scream and shout guy. Yeah. and uh, it just, you know, it, it was so interesting to me what he did. I had no idea what he was doing, but it was so interesting that I kind of started paying attention, and, you know, he would just tell me, no, you can't be in this business. You're not allowed to. I wouldn't let my family go down this road, and, you know, it was uh, always, you know, sometimes Christmas was great. You know, you'd get every toy you ever wished for, and sometimes it seemed like Christmas never happened. He would just try to pretend it wasn't Christmas. It was some other day. Right. So I watched him through his ups and downs, and, uh, that's how I knew I was interested, you know, from yeah. there, but, right. you know, he wouldn't give me any money or anything, so it became this sort of long road to getting into doing it for myself, learning the hard way, making all the mistakes, and thinking you're a hero when you're really not, and getting smacked right. back down, and all that, you've been there. <laughs> so,
2: that it, why was... why don't you step up with the name Jazz, I mean, because you said in your video that even your printing shop was called Jazz Printing as well, where's the, uh...
1: Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, it was jazz printing. My last dog's name was Jazz. The new business name is Jazz. I just, you know, a couple things. I, I enjoy the jazz music, you know, for the most part, all, all, from all the way back, from the old, all all the way up to nowadays, the sort of the newer guys. But what really struck my, sort of what grabbed my attention about that was a, a jazz musician is never you know, a stiff kind of person. He's always the sort of quirky one with the funny quotes and sort of laid back. And you have to be, you have to be laid back to be, you know, that good at what you're doing. And those guys are obviously some of the most skilled musicians out there. Right, right. And it just always, I thought, man, these guys are so good, and they're just not arrogant. They're just having a good time, always laughing. And I thought, if I could portray that as a business, like, we're here, we'll want to help you, we're having a good time, take us seriously, but we're good at what we do, and, and we're just trying to be relaxed about it. That's why you never see me wear a suit and tie, and I just don't get dressed up. Actually, I met with a, another guy uh, from Jacksonville last week, and we showed up. And he was in the suit and tie, and I had my flip-flops on and my Jazz you know, softball <laughs> shirt on. And he's like, oh, you don't ever get dressed up, do you? I'm like, no, man. It's, it's intimidating people.
2: Oh, man, that is funny. That's, uh, that's interesting you said about the uh – the jazz, the history of the music there just I was listening to a uh, a podcast by James Altucher. I don't know if you ever heard of that guy he and, oh, yeah. yeah Marcel I can't whoever is winston I think, and um was the younger guy of the two i i am not all that familiar with jazz, but uh man he it, it, and, uh, you said almost identical to what that guy was saying about the music and just uh, being nimble and not getting too uh, caught up in the uh, dude what you just said there was i respond on what that guy said is.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean then same with that Winton Marcellus. I got to meet him at the Lincoln Center. They did they do shows I believe every Friday still. And that guy to me, I mean, he's at the height of his career yeah. and yet he's just telling jokes and he's hanging yeah. out and having a good time. The only thing that was missing was like an old smoky bar with scotch yeah. everywhere and stuff. It was just so cool. <laughs> Laid back. And I wanna keep that I wanna hey, keep that. that sort of personality.
2: That's a friggin', I love that story. I, I, I think in our business, and uh, I've been in the business for over 20 years, and yeah, I cut my teeth at Vanguard, long story short, I've had to wear the suits and all that, and I hate it, man. I've always had, no personality, <laughs> one of the things I love about you and what you're doing on your YouTube, and, you know, obviously in your business, and, and, man, it's just, you're bringing a different, I, so many, it's just, there's no independent thought in this business, and uh, seeing what you do is just, it's awesome, man. I mean, I tell you, uh, you don't need to be a suit-and-tie a suit guy to, uh, to to help people. And I, I love it, man. That's one of the reasons I want to <laughs> talk to you. Hey, so how long, you know, you've been, so your dad was, you're not from Florida originally, or or are you? I know that's where you are now, but where are you from originally?
1: I'm from Texas originally. That's where I was born, spent the okay. first part of my life. Uh, came to Florida with my dad. He, my dad actually, uh, so he was a lumber futures trader. And what <laughs> he ended up doing, yeah, right, <laughs> he, um, he ended up working for lumber companies, the guys that would sell, you know, trains and truckloads right, to right. Home Depot and Scotty's and Lumber uh, Builder Square and things like that. So he got into doing that, but still trading futures on the side. So right. we would just move, you know, as he moved to company and company and landed in Florida. Right.
2: Gotcha. And so when you, now, so you started the printing, and folks, I'll put the, show the link to Jazz's uh, YouTube video on, you know, how he came to be in Jazz Wells, you know, to start in the printing business and all that. I, I mean, did you have clients, uh, Dustin, when you, when you started the financial planning firm, did you have clients? You said, you know, I know you said in your video that people were going to you like your uncle, I think. Um, but that's a pretty big move, man. I mean, when did, you just said, Hey, I'm setting up a shingle and let's go. I mean, how'd that, uh, how'd that transition go for you running a, I guess, a successful printing shop?
1: Well, actually, so when I had the printing company, uh, the goal was to sell that and make some money and then go be a trader. I was going to be yeah. just like my dad. So, um, that, that's what I did. I actually did that for a couple of years and the company that I was working at was paying attention to everybody's accounts just like everybody does at all these big brokers firms. And I guess they noticed I was doing well. They started asking me to teach their customers how to, you know, help them so they didn't sort of burn out and lose all their money. I did that for a a while, actually, and that was another sort of environment that allowed me to be who I wanted to be, you know, and I got to show people how to trade and I would do these live classes with people in China in the middle of the night and things like that. And that's when, over time, people started saying, you just do it. I don't want to yeah. do it. You, you do it. And I said, well, maybe there's something there. So the company I worked for allowed me to sort of take these people on little by little, knowing eventually I was going to move on. And oddly enough, I just talked to that guy today. Uh-huh. Uh, from the last time I met there, he's <laughs> actually was calling asking for advice. I thought, well, that's cool. He's asking me for help now.
2: Now, has this guy been following you on YouTube, your progression as a financial advisor and, a, and an entrepreneur, or has he just said, you know, I knew this guy from a while back, I want to look him up, or has he just been following you and said, I, you know, I need some help, and I, I know this guy knows what he's doing?
1: Yeah, you know, what happened is they, uh, when I started finding that the younger beginner needed help with this, you know, finance and retirement right. or anything in general... I I initially told them, I'm like, why don't we start a little side business? Now, these guys were much bigger than I could have possibly been. And they said, well, let's look at it. We had a lot of meetings. They wanted nothing to do with it because they said there's no money in it. We can't do it. And I kept pushing the idea. I'm like, look, yeah, but eventually these people will grow. So they didn't want to do it. Well, oddly enough, now they are trying to come into this space a little bit with their own offering, and they were calling me asking for advice on function and sort of how accounts are open and things. And I thought, wow, now you guys want in. <laughs>
2: yeah. So that's what all good, you, right? No, the, 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 the water's warm for sure. Um, but still, it's funny how no one, I mean, I remember just a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, you can't service that group of people because they don't have any assets. And yeah. <laughs> like, you know, okay, and then that, what are we doing? I mean, I hate to say it, but why are we in the business if we can't serve people? That doesn't make any sense. What was I the, think
1: Good timing for me because at that time in my life, I was one of those people that wasn't yeah. getting the advice. I couldn't go to a bigger company. So for me, it was personally insulting. Now I'm like, I can I can do the same thing for these people. And so that was kind of my motivation. I was ah, at that time. You know?
2: That's what I was getting ready to ask. It was the epiphany where you said, I want to help these people. So that was well, basically because you said no one was going to serve you. Yeah. Um, and there's 8 million thousand other people just like you out there that are, not being, that are being neglected all
0: the way around that.
1: And that's, uh, you got it. And that's the biggest compliment I get all the time from clients is that they just call and ask a random question and mainly just to get a second pair of eyes or, you know, get a second opinion. And that's the biggest compliment I get is, you know, I had to spend hours on YouTube or I can't call Raymond James or any of these big companies. They just, they don't, obviously they don't do that because they don't make any money. You've got to pay for those big buildings somehow, you know.
2: Well, let me ask you a question on that, just uh, not to get too deep in your personal opinion, but you did have a pretty good uh, video yes, yesterday, maybe it was two days ago, about Wells Fargo uh yeah. freaking snakes. Um, so just wait, I mean, doesn't <laughs> it kind of piss you off about the end, not Wells Fargo specifically, but just it's like you have all these highfalutin wannabes, and yet you got this huge market of just regular Joes that for some reason no one wants to talk to, right? Doesn't it kind of just, Picky, I mean it does to me. And I'm not trying to be holier than now, and you know, oh my goodness, I know somebody. But at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, but what has the industry yep. done if we can't serve the vast majority of people? I don't, I don't get it. I, just, I'll get off my diatribe. But any opinion or thought on that?
1: <laughs> it's crazy. I actually just left a conference where the clearing firm that is all of these bigger companies are, that use, not not like the big banks, but the other brokerages right. that they use, that we're talking about the amount of money that they're spending trying to acquire the younger client. And it's like, it, it's never going to be worth it for them. They will always spend more, or they have been spending more than it's worth to acquire. And the numbers are astronomical, and it just makes you wonder, like, If you guys would just focus on doing the right thing for this audience, they'll come around. These people will all grow, and they're out there. And I'm never going to be that next, uh, what do you call it, the the robo-advisors and the big guys out there. I'm not trying to do that, but I'll help who I can. It just feels right. You're doing the right thing, and we're not sneaking in all this crazy garbage with the random fees and stuff. I think people are pretty much over that.
2: I hope so. I, uh, a couple of years ago I read an article, uh, some guy, I forgot what bank, one of the big, you know, bank or investor, I can't remember. He died and, you know, God bless and all that, but his, obituary was, uh, his firm that, uh, he had founded or brought to life the managed accounts and his, literally, like, not literally, on his tombstone for the firm was essentially Look how much money he brought to the company. And I was like, uh, wow. not, I don't want to go, I know, I, I'm not sure, like, I don't know who the guy came from his name. I just remember reading this I said, yeah, I don't think that's the way the industry is, uh, was meant to be. Like, look how much money he brought to the company because he invented the managed account. I, I just, it's just a Oh, And then on top, like, what your episode with Wells Fargo, are they really doing that, man? I mean, they're friggin' putting people from their 401k oh. who leave into their own crappy stuff. I, I just,
1: uh, how oh, I've had yeah, I've had numerous conversations because I'll tell a client, yes, just call Wells Fargo. You can now roll over your account. You're all set up here. And they call back and they go, listen, they had a pretty good, you know, sales pitch about these loaded mutual funds. And I'm like, w- are you are you joking? <laughs> like I can show you all this. I mean, there's a million ways to make a buck. That's fine. But to right. pressure people into doing this, that really frustrated me. And again, that that wasn't my opinion. That was straight right. from. The Department of Labor, that's yeah. their investigation. It was just it, very frustrating.
2: I thought all that stuff was, like you said in your video, supposed like, to be. If, if Wells yeah. Fargo is doing it, that's what scary us. And I mean, how many other, look, I'm, I'm, I've had lots of good people in this business help me along the way. I'm not one of these guys who think they're all snakes, but I mean, my goodness, if Wells is doing it and they're the big guy who's already under the microscope how
1: many other folks out there are doing the same
2: thing? That's what's scary you know
1: what I mean yeah oh. no, i I don't you almost don't want to know what's under the curtain, but you know it's it's what it's just a matter of going back and doing the right thing like you do and what I'm trying to do it's just it, and it's funny. I run these ads locally you know just for other advisors that want to kind of team up and do the same thing, and every one of them responds back with the amount of money they've made for their firm and with how right. they went about it and so many sales and I'm like it's a different mentality. I want you guys to make money, but we don't need to go about it like that. It's it's like the guy that goes around bragging about all the women he's been with. That's right. We just we don't <laughs> need to know that, you know? Like just let's go a different Where way. You're mine, man. Exactly.
2: If I could bring that up, I think I'm gonna go in a different direction there because <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you have some employees? Up. I mean, I know what, your mom she works, you know, does kind of the uh the not want to say marketing, but she's the person I talked to where I
1: emailed to get oh. this interview. No, that's uh that's Carolyn. We just call her Mama Jazz. Uh, that's oh. not my mom. Got that's it. Carolyn. Uh she's the uh kind of <laughs> overseas I'll tell her you thought that that was the case though. But uh no so we got her. There's there's six of us now, but oh, uh okay. she's kinda like She's been here since day one, so any dollars, any transaction, anything we're thinking about doing, she knows, and she's she's been great as far as saying, hey, here's where we're at. You know what the future holds, how we need to adjust and sort of adapt. Any normal business growth pains, she's been right on top of it. She's been great.
2: So you got six employees, Dustin.
1: We're there, yeah. Oh, that, that's you- A lot of people say that, but what, I do this intentionally. I try to make it so that like I said, when you see me on YouTube, you think it's only me. And right. then when people schedule a call, it's always with me. And then the person managing their account is always me. So I have my own group of customers, and I like that. I like people to think, like, I'm the only guy right. here right. And, instead of trying to say, we're a big company, and look at all our nah, – I don't – who cares? <laughs> when,
2: when you um start out with – I mean, it's just you, presumably, Right. And then you started knocking on the door. How did you build up the business? I mean, I know you said you you got a lady calling from Hawaii and all that, but before that, how were you getting your initial uh, client base and stuff?
1: Well, you know, lucky for me, I live in Florida, so there are a lot of retirees and stuff. I I didn't initially want to start working with that demographic. I I don't think I could provide them the best service. I I don't know enough about their life. You know, it makes sense. If you're of a certain age, you have had the experience, you know. So I I started with getting in a little bit into that, um, but very quickly came back to okay, I'm going to take the long road. I don't care if it takes 10 years to build up a great sort of group of people. I'm going to go with the people I can work with, help the most, and you know maybe it means there's going to be a few more customers, but we'll all grow over time. And I just what's the guy on? There's a social media guy that everybody loves right now, Gary Vaynerchuk.
2: Yeah, Vaynerchuk. And he's
1: always talking about playing the long game. I haven't watched him in a while, but I just I buy into that. You know, I don't yeah. I don't need to do anything overnight or sell something overnight. I don't think any business needs to do the right thing over time, and then you've got your right group of people side. So
2: That's interesting. So you started. It's funny because I'm, is I I just started my own RIA uh, two months ago. Uh, yeah, right, cool. yeah, it's my second month, my third month now. And uh, it's funny. I was just listening to a guy on a podcast today, um, and he was talking about how he had to change his niche of. of couple of different times and you know i always thought oh, i'm gonna help these people and now i'm like well I'm not so. it's just funny how you said that you know initially a lot of the retirees and you start saying you know that's not where you you know where you do your best work i guess And i'm just putting that word in your mouth and you kind of change your focus it's obviously you can still be successful even if you change your focus after you getting started but it's just ironic that you said that to think i just literally think of that today i was like huh yeah, you know, I'm not sure that's quite what I thought I'd like because you know I want to enjoy what I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't yep. want to. I don't want to go to work. One thing about working for I don't know if you ever worked for a big financial firm, but you can't do what you want to do. You do what they tell you to. I mean, they're the master, Oh, yeah. a lady, and that's fine. You that's you know you signed up, and but the problem is that uh, <laughs> it sucks, man. So when you go on your own, you don't have that. Uh, the shackle, but at the same time, you also gotta get, uh, consistency and a little bit of a, of a, of just a focus. And that's my hard part. Do you have a hard time just focusing on, you know, your day to day? Like, what's a day for Dustin consistent? I mean, you meet people, you're calling people, you're doing your
1: I mean, uh,
2: tell, tell me, like, how, how, what, what do you do during the day, man?
1: Well, lucky for us, we uh you know the market doesn't really get moving until 9:30. So right. I've always enjoyed those hours. So <laughs> my day really doesn't start till about nine o'clock. I'll work as late as you want me to, but right, right. I'm not getting up early for anything because just it's not my style. Uh, but morning time is basically just getting all caught up with everything, making sure everybody that's going to post something for us or has got anything going out uh socially is you know obviously it's acceptable and above board. Right, for right that' be regulation we have to follow on the planet, uh, so we do a lot of that, and then it's just prep. Right now we're actually working on I'm making a, uh, just a library of classes with, that cover everything, from credit scores, budgeting, debts, student yeah. loans, I mean, right. exactly what to do for every single thing. No, not my opinion, but specific fact. How much exactly do you spend on a house and be able to give someone that exact answer? So we're putting that together for all the clients so lately if I have a spare moment the camera goes on and I'm just recording something that, that we're doing for the next class that's that's been most of our time. but uh we're trying to think up a lot of cool things and we have a pretty a couple of uh, pretty interesting ideas for how to make this even better going forward and we're uh experimenting so right now it's just a lot of you know talking throwing ideas out there letting something hit the wall and see how long it holds up before we throw it away or, or go with it <laughs> Do you have um
2: a lot of meetings with clients you know in person uh just uh mostly video over the phone or what the, how do you meet with your actual clients
1: yeah no actually uh no uh, there's only one client that uh actually is, is very much very close to where I live, and uh I'll meet with him, but other than that i I no real client meetings in the office actually, the next phase is to sort of expand we've already started it but sort of expand into something really interesting, we're actually going to fill up a warehouse space and make it like a TV show where oh, every nice. day is about finance, it's about budgeting, but not in the sort of traditional let me sit and tell you how to spend your right. money. Right, it's right. going to be from, you know, a fun perspective, like I'm getting a zip line, that was my only requirement, was, <laughs> I want a zip line in the office and just stuff like that to further drive ah, the point home, dude,
2: let's chill. Let's right. just
1: relax about this. We, we're we going to make the right decisions with our money, our finance, and everything. But I want, like, a centralized sort of hub where if people do want to come by and hang out,
2: yeah, right.
1: there's a reason uh, for it. We'll have a good time.
2: You got kids by chance,
1: and there's a reason I'm asking that? I do. I do. I have huh? just the one.
2: Uh, is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl, yeah. Okay, because they got four, and uh, my two sons are
1: into the show on, uh, I'm not even sure what channel it's called, Dude
2: Perfect. You ever heard of Dude Perfect?
1: Amen. That is my, the guy that I talked to today, I believe it or not, I, you know, the, this idea is going to require quite a bit of capital and I thought maybe someone will give me some money for this. So the guy that I talked to today, I said, have you ever heard of Dude Perfect? And he no, goes, Yeah, I've heard of them. No <laughs> and uh, I said, it's going to be like that, only a lot smaller because they got a big space, yeah. a lot smaller and we just want to base it on money, like a yeah. soft way to oh, sell man. the idea of money.
2: Oh, so yeah, awesome. you nailed
1: it. Yeah,
2: When the man was saying that, I said, "Man, that sounds like you, perfect." My uh, and given that you, well, I guess you haven't lived in Texas for a while, but they're in Texas. My wife and yeah. my two kids just went by the uh, the place they had. They weren't able to get inside because it's cold. I think it's on or something like that. But I was like, "Man, we watched that show religiously. It's awesome." I was thinking, "Just yeah. what you're saying to us is that, man, that's, that's just, it, that, man." And all like that, So you think about it. you got a, a husband, and wife, or whatever, married couple, whatever. They got their two kids sitting there, they're stressed out about money, and then here comes Dustin Tibbetts and, you know, Jazz Wells and having fun and saying, look, yeah, money can be stressful, but, my God, don't let it freaking ruin your marriage, for heaven's sake. Let's make this uh, not a game so much, but let's make it entertaining so we can freaking live life." I think it's awesome. Man, I love exactly. That
1: was awesome. That you nailed is it. Awesome.
2: And that, yeah, I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. No, no, you
1: go. Yeah, no, I was mean, going to say, that's one of the things that I come across is every conversation starts with people being intimidated. And uh, oddly enough, it's weird. People go, when I, as soon as I say it's me from the videos, they're like, oh God, no, I, wait, I wasn't ready. I didn't mean, I didn't know I was gonna talk to you. It's, that <laughs> shocks me. like some random guy uploads videos and you think he's somebody. I, I always knock that down right away. Oh, but
2: man.
1: The, the first, most people call and they're intimidated because they, yeah. you know, they've been taught to be scared about money, yeah, don't talk right. about your money you know, all this stuff, and that that's the first thing I like to strip away, yeah.
2: and what a better way
1: to do that than to have an environment that just looks relaxed, you know, it's not stuffy, no. it's just relaxed. Man,
2: I cannot agree, yeah. that, man, that is so spot on, man, I tell you, just the idea, <laughs> you think about, you know, just some young, younger guy, I'm 47, and just, you know, but, you know, you know he, he's a man, he's kind of nervous about talking to another man about his money issues, he's like, I don't know, okay. and then... And then he goes and got this stuffy three-piece suit guy. No one wears three pieces anymore, but you know what I'm talking about. And he's like, the guy's <laughs> talking down to him, and he's like, I wonder if you'll take me. I mean, it just, oh, just, oh, it's such a bad feeling. I love what you're saying. yeah, I, t- yeah, I, I can almost guarantee that in five years from now, there'd be so many people falling your, uh, your foot. I, I do. Yeah, I was, that's just awesome. It's
1: fantastic. Well, we'll see. I I know it's not something I would ever do. There's no way I would ever go. And I, there's an office. So on my way home, there's an office that has a glass wall. I think it's Chase, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, they've got yeah. the glass walls. And all it is is a big intimidating desk, and it's yeah. the same little guy I see every day. And I'm like, there's no way I would sit in that room. I would feel oh. like I was at the worst car dealership on the planet. <laughs> got to change that. Got to change it.
2: Well, I don't know if you uh, Wells Fargo used to be Wachovian, before that was First Union Bank, and they didn't have a coach, yeah. like in the late 90s that, if you can't come to the mountain, we'll bring the mountain to you. And I always said, man, who the hell? <laughs> nice. You want to intimidate the hell out of your just average Joe client, and we dump this mountain on your head. I always said, who's going to want to go and have the mountain come to them? That sounds like, ugh.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite things to do by the way is someone calls we talk to them and they'll say all right we're considering using you and my favorite one is when they go but you know what i was talking to this guy at chase and we may go down there and work with him i always say great let me know what he says i'm here for you if you need anything i always get the call back from especially from chase where people go you know the first thing that guy asked me how much money do you have that's all he cared about and that's like, yeah, that's the yeah. business. I an eye opener, but any um,
2: any recommendations for a, you know, not a new guy in the business, but a new guy in his firm? I mean, if you had to give advice to a guy who's interviewing on your phone, I just man, what what do you think about uh Yeah, I mean, just anything. I mean, I'm dude, I'm I'm a sponge when it comes to this stuff. You know, I can tell you're creative, you're entrepreneurial, you're good. You know, obviously a good guy, but just anything that you said, man, I would do this one or two things. Does anything jump out at you as I build my own business?
1: You're saying, what would I say to somebody that's saying that? Yeah,
2: yeah, or just me. <laughs> what would you say? Oh, hey, man. <laughs> these are the things I would be doing if I were, I mean, it doesn't, look, it's not rocket science at the end of the day. Anything that jumps out at you that says, you you might want to think about this or do that or if anything?
1: Well, obviously, we're limited. Uh, you know, being in our profession, we're, there's certain things. There have been videos I've had to take down because compliance would call and say, no, idiot, no. take it down. You can't say that. Really? So, oh, I've learned over time, that's, there's some things I, I know I definitely can't say, but, you know, of course, we're limited and all the regulations changing, you can't just go post anything you want whenever you want, and that's a shame, but that's they're coming around little by little. My biggest thing, and it's been really tough for me, I'll be honest, is to just be you and realize yeah. that some people aren't going to like that, and I don't like that. I don't like when people don't like me, it used to really yeah. bother me, but... Um, it was, I forget who said it but somebody said one time look if you want to be the president you got to get half the people on the planet to hate you so if you want to build a good business don't worry about the people that hate you and that for me means you know what I wear the shirt that I, I feel like wearing I, yeah it's a promotion I get it but it's comfortable and I'm just going to do I'm going to put what I have to offer out there it's up to the, the person to see it if it's helpful if it's a good value if not I can't help everybody, you know.
2: Do you, um, are you, I mean, amazed at your YouTube channel? I mean, you got you know, hell, thousands and thousands of subscribers now. Jeff. Are you just, are you like, whoa, I mean, are you shocked? Or was I don't know if this was anticipated. I mean, but, man, you're getting, uh, how many, I, I don't know, I feel like 15,000? So I, I can't remember. I looked at it, but I forgot now. But thousands and thousands of people who subscribe to your stuff. It's amazing.
1: Uh, Really, it blows me away. The, I remember thinking if when you, you sign up, you know, you do your whole thing, and I remember you had to get to 100 subscribers in order to have a custom URL. Right. And I had like six because I asked my mom to click. I, my mom, like, had to start a Gmail account just to sign up. So that was that. And then when YouTube lowered it, I think they lowered it to 40 subscribers to get your custom URL. Like, I was so excited when I right. hit that number just to put Jazz Wealth at the end of it. And then it was it was just been, like, nonstop. I mean, I made a New Year's resolution last year on the 1st to yeah. just make a video a day. And I yeah. said, well, let's just see what happens. And, yeah, yeah, I'm shocked. I'm more shocked when people call, you know, and they do that thing where they're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize I was talking to the guy <laughs> on the video. It me away. Like, I get nervous all of a sudden. So if you're listening and you call, it's going to be me that answers. Don't make me nervous. <laughs> oh,
2: man, that is awesome. I really? know, because like you said, you're just some dude, and you start doing a YouTube thing next to you, know, I can't believe yeah. I'm talking to Dustin. I thought I'd be talking to or something like that. I don't know. That is
1: awesome, man. It's funny, though, because if I ever met the dude perfect guys, I'd be pretty intimidated, you know? <laughs> That's weird.
2: <laughs> That's good. Well. well, especially some of the guys they get, you know, they got... Uh, Oh, God, the guy for the Cowboys is the, uh, uh, where? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what
1: I'm saying? Um, it's a never ending circle because you know they were nervous with him.
2: Yes, right. And I just because yes.
1: he's on a bigger platform, you know, uh, it's just, it's incredible how that works. It. Yeah. Hey
2: man, uh, I appreciate your time. I, I don't want to keep you up all night, but uh, this is awesome, uh, Dustin. Uh, just anything you want to share with us, the, the folks who listen, about uh, how they get a hold of you. Anything you know, I, I'll put the link to your uh, YouTube channel. But anything else that uh, any listeners want to, if they want to know more about you, uh,
1: yeah. The biggest you thing know. is just jazzwealth dot com. Uh, yeah. If it's something you want to talk jazz i will be the one to call when you uh schedule the time so be ready for it
2: <laughs> and all got to say is uh, i had uh my first comment i put on on your uh, youtube thing was uh i said about hey good job well your 401k thing cause like i said no one else was talking about that and i said this is you know there's there's a value here that people need to hear about it doesn't mean they have to do it but and you actually respond back you say hey, you know when i said, hey we probably somewhat competitors and you're like we don't have to be it's, it's all cool and i no, i just appreciate that man there's a lot of like I said, there's a lot of good guys in our business, and ladies too. Um but it's always nice to come across a guy who's a fellow traveler trying to do good work for his clients. At the same time, we all gotta get paid. Everybody knows that. No, no client assumes you work for free,
1: unless I yeah. guess,
2: do uh, you know, you don't disclose stuff, which many firms do, it seems. But anyway, <laughs> I just want to say, I appreciate that. Uh, you email me when the email, but post it back and uh it's good man you're a good guy Dustin, and I absolutely appreciate taking the time every day. and uh hey I man, we'll cross paths of the future for sure and uh just keep posting videos man it's a big help to people me too absolutely so I appreciate
1: it no problem I appreciate you having me man it's been, it's been interesting you, you can tell you definitely uh have the energy for the business right? no I mean, man I'm here for you if you need uh, any help
2: <laughs> well tell Carolyn I uh